0: Welcome to Toast in the Morning, your number 1 podcast for all things sports and more. Here are your hosts Evan and Peter. Enjoy. Evan, season 2, episode 2. How are we doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. But I want to Evan, I want to really get on your case right now. All right. What was more disappointing? Mm-hmm. The Mets moves before the trade deadline or Jacob deGrom's first start? Uh, see, both. It should, it's been a rough week for a Mets fan, has it not? It, uh, it takes you back to the glory days of, like, the last decade. And a half. Three decades. <laughs> uh, I would honestly, I have say the trade deadlines more depressing than the DeGrom start because at the very least, the DeGrom start, it was like, okay, his arm didn't fall off for, for five innings. Yeah, like, DeGrom did good. Yes, he threw 102, 102 miles, miles per hour. 102 mile an hour fastball, 95, 6 mile an hour slider, and then, like, a changeup that'll buckle at your kneecaps. Yes. Yeah. But you know, we lost. In classic like 2017 Mets fashion, Jacob deGrom can't get a win. Yeah, it's like I watch the Mets offense just like take a nap when he gets on the mound. Like you know what, this guy is unhittable. What if we just like not try? down. Yeah. You know, like last year, I was like, last year was like the first time they actually like won some games with deGrom before he got hurt. He was like seven and two. That's what I was just about to say. He, in fourteen games, he was seven and two. Yeah. You give him even an average to above average offensive performance, he's like twelve and one. Yes. If you look at, it, they probably he probably could have just been undefeated last year. He should have been like fourteen and zero. That's why you stand on the hill that is the most off, uh, most overrated pitching stat because Jacob Degrom. Well, yes, that's true. Because Jacob Degrom. Exactly. He's that guy. He wasn't unanimous one year when he won the Cy Young because some bozo in like San Diego's. He should have pitched better. No, probably not. not. (laughs) I mean, what's crazy to me? This stat really resonated with me. What do you think his ERA is since 2018? Oh, you had to have seen on the TV watching the game. I definitely saw. It's definitely sub two. One nine three. Okay. Since for, for the last five years, obviously that's like a normal person's three years. Yeah. But still. Yes. That's insane. Since 2018. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the most prolific pitcher I think I've seen in my lifetime, but yeah. at the same time, he's got glass skin and paper bones. That's, that's right. And he's, sadly he's, – He's the, he's the uh, guy from SpongeBob. And sadly, as much as I hate to say, that's been the tale of the New York Mets. Yeah, well, we, we haven't collapsed yet, so – The Braves be, are gonna looking a, hot, Evan. Well, this is going to be a fun August and I September. Mean, somehow the Braves lost that, the top three – first baseman in the league, and are still almost just as good. It's yeah, like the back of was like, you know what, I'm going to be. Because the the replacement is also half decent, too. He He's more than half decent. Exactly. So it's like they canceled it out. Would you say he's a top five first baseman, top ten? Maybe top ten. Top five, probably not. Like in the 12 to eight range. I could say that, yeah. Got okay. some pop, got good glove. Who's the number one guy right now? Rizzo Goldschmidt. Probably Goldschmidt. That's no, Goldschmidt. It's Goldschmidt, yeah. Then two is Pete. I mean, I'm still taking Freddie Freeman over Alonzo. Maybe not this year, but still, I'm taking him. Taking yeah. a R- Rizzo. Oh, so you are gonna take Rizzo. Oh, oh so you'll take the, the the Hall of Famer? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Hey, relax there. Yeah. I'm walking here. Hey, I'm grew I'm walking here. Well. Good thing for the fans at home, that's an inside joke that nobody understands. No. But just remember, I'm grew. I'm grew. I am, and I quote, walking here. But what, what's next for the Mets? How do you guys close this out? Just play good. I, like, you really, it's really just, look, this is the team. This is the squad. The only additions you're going to make is by promoting guys. It's like you got your big, you know, your big guy just came back in DeGrom. Yeah. Like, you got a big series coming up, Atlanta. Oh yeah, we're going. Well, you're not going to be nah, attending because you'll be in Greece in Paradise. Portland, yes. But on Friday, I'm going to go see the College Group perform yes. beforehand, but Shout also up. see is are pitching because they are uh, giving his t-shirts out. I don't think so. But so the Mets and the Braves. Correct. It's going to be electric, Evan. That's going to be awesome. I we, wish I was there, but you know. Even me. more exciting though, you know somehow. As we'll go more in depth, but you know Soto ended up in San Diego, San Diego, and somehow the Yankees had a better trade deadline. Trade deadline, like how would you phrase a trade? Pre-trade yeah. deadline, deadline trades. Yeah, yeah. Still. Yeah. I mean, including Benintendi. Okay. Who they and, traded right uh, after the Subway Series game? Yes, yes. That you're we, gonna we'll talk about that in a little later. Let's say like, Mongo- Well, actually, we. I sent you something kind of disgusting Montgomery but yeah. I'll get into that and you know adding pitching depth now that we have we have more bullpen and a starting arm mm-hmm. you know who who's better than the Yankees right now who like it's That's- you added almost four perennial all-stars. Well, you guys had a great trade deadline. There's really no, no, no. What do you want me to say? No, the Mets had I, a better trade I've never. Ne- I, I mean, Montes filled that spot beautifully. We added a bullpen arm. Like I've never been so satisfied with. Like it was like the perfect holes we needed. More yeah. arms and and a defender. Uh, yeah, you added. And Benetton, he could swing the bat too. Yeah. It's not he's not a home run hitter like we're used to, but still yeah. the guy's batting above 300. He put the ball in play. What more can you ask for? Honestly, we need more guys like that. We got enough sluggers that strike out half the time. It's nice to get a guy that can, you know, consistently get a base knock. Yeah, take that, Judge. I mean, he gets base <laughs> knocks and home runs. So I know. That's why he's the unanimous MVP this year. Nah. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, he's yeah, him. He's him. Yeah. Himothy. Himothy. Uh, Himothy. Neutron. Himmy Neutron. I, I was, was like, wait no, a second. No, no, no. I don't, I don't like that one. No, no. Good show, but it, not like that. it, it was bad. beautiful. I mean, think about it now, Evan. Yes, Yankees starting pitcher in the postseason because you know a lot of people are complaining Montgomery's gone from New York, which I love the guy. I, I saw that. So so be it. I mean, he's a, like he's a farm league guy. We love him, but he's not gonna hurt our chances to win a World Series. Isn't that the goal? Yes. So that's so in the in a segment called "How do you make this segment all about the Mets." like so Jordan Montgomery yes I obviously I'm not a Yankee fan clearly and so when he was traded I was like oh I think they wanted to trade I think Bader is a a decent player I I don't get it with Montgomery and then I see Yankee fans some Yankee fans kind of lose it be like oh my god Montgomery the the Yankee boy and it's like sometimes with Mets fans we get we, we grow it we we Grow attached. grow attached to these prospects, these magic beans. I always like to say, it's like they're Matt Do you want the boat or do you want the mystery box that could also be a boat? Like I don't know. I mean, like, like, can we like stop hugging these prospects, thinking they're gonna automatically be the next? It's like, like tra- coming Barry like, Bonds. It's like not wanting to trade prospects to get Juan Soto. That's what I was <laughs> saying. And I was. It's <laughs> like a guaranteed. All star for the next decade, <laughs> or a guy that might make your roster. Exactly, exactly. And that being said, I want—I th- think, I think uh, the na- the Nationals didn't get enough. I in think the Yankees are panicking for multiple reasons. One, obviously, they were attached to Mister Montgomery. Two, we seem to want more pitchers, obviously, but. What I, a lot of what I was seeing is this move was apparently made in order to free up a spot in the bullpen because they wanted to make the move for I forget his name from Miami. That was almost the getting done, but oh, one way or the other, it, yes, exactly, it didn't get done. Yes. So that trade for Jordan Montgomery was to open that spot so to to bring him in. But you know what? Now you got a Gold Glove backup outfielder. Not even he might he might play. He's He's a might, maybe a platoon D, guy. DH Stanton, he'll come in and out of come, left field. Base, he'll be a uh, pinching uh, a base runner, just throwing the ninth, or like go some speed. Exactly. But still, point being, where would Montgomery even fit in to the postseason? So wait, how many pitches do you get? I don't know. He wouldn't even make the start rotation, I think, because you have Cole come out, right? I mean, rumor has it, Sevy's healthy, and he says he was upset about being putting on the 60-day counting Seve he's a lock he's one of our top three pitchers Montes just came in he's the number two now Mm -hmm. and I'm missing Nestor and then Nestor and then that last spot would have been between Montgomery um Pablo Lopez not Pablo I know Pablo Lopez but I think it was going to be between Montgomery and Jameson Tyone I still think Montgomery was a little bit, but still they were close by please stop you keep cutting me off Well, who do we go see at the Yankee game Domingo Oh yeah, Domingo, Domingo, your uh, Herman. I think he it was going to be between those two. Still, you still have two guys that were pretty much close to equal. I think Herman might have been the better guy, but still, Montgomery Herman, Talon. Yeah. But that's like the last slots, four or five guys. They're like that's bottom of the barrel here. Your last pitcher is not making or breaking a World Series appearance. No. 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 And let's not even start that he might not even have made it. Yeah, I think it's like what, like 22, 23 people you take. Yeah, I mean, usually they take like what, four or five starting pitchers. Yeah, probably five. If I had to take a guess. and probably someone that would to come through the come on the bullpen. Exactly. Like, did Scherzer when they when the Nationals won, the Nationals won mm-hmm. a World Series, guys. That team is besides the point. He closed that game for them. The the game-clutching game in the World Series, game yeah. six or whatever, game seven. I love that in the postseason because, obviously, you don't have to rest. You come yeah. in with the one-two punch yeah. of, like, two starting pitchers. I think it was, like, Stroudsburg started, and then Scherzer hey, comes in for the kill. If I'm in a game seven with the Mets, what's that me from starting DeGrom, pulling him so he stays healthy after four or five, yeah. and bringing in Scherzer for another four? And then you had come yeah, coming. And then in they both nice. only pitched 60, 70 pitches. Yeah. You could do that twice in a series. First off. Evans like, oh. and then Diaz in the ninth. First off, who's to get getting hit? First. Who's getting hit in from Degrom to Scherzer to Diaz? Well, the big question is, where does Trevor May fit in there? And Seth Lugo. And Seth Lugo. I'm talking about with my boss today, he was like, oh. Seth Lugo is Sox. like the most infuriating player of all time. He was like once good for a little bit, and he had a glimmer of hope, but then yeah. he was garbage. He pitched. He pitched well uh, at the Subway Series. He oh, wait, his 15 pitches. I was very happy. <laughs> He could have easily usually blown usually it. he's got like two home runs somewhere in those 15 pitches. I was shitting pitches. my pants. I was like, oh, God, here comes Seth. And the scariest part was, let's rewind it back to the podcast before we went to the game, I said that the Yankees were going to win 3-2 with Seth Lugo blowing a home run. And what ended up happening was it was 2-2 in the eighth yeah. with Seth Lugo walking out of the bullpen. And Evan was like, wait a second. No, no, this is not yeah. good. and And he got the win. I think he got the win. I think he did. I think he got the wins, and they won 3-2. My prediction was still right. Yeah. You want, three, talk, you want to talk about the subway series? Not really. You know, Yankees right, are waiting, I, for okay, let me talk, waiting for the postseason. We're waiting for the postseason. I season. want to talk about it. We had a lot of fun. We uploaded a, a TikTok that went crazy. 6,000 views. Not bad. It's good for us. Yeah. No flex, but we're kind of the real deal. We're kind of the real deal, we're right? kind of the real deal. Yeah. Hey, get on the bandwagon before we blow, huh, Evan? That's right. So follow us at toast underscore in the morning. With another comment from the Mets with the, yeah. the identical too- same copy and paste comment. Thank you, Mets. Hey, it makes me feel good. <laughs> it makes me feel wanted. You saw the comment, you're like, uh. Yeah. It, it didn't have the, um, uh, the, the, when the first, the first time when we got the comment from them, it was like, oh my God. And the second time I was like, it's what we do. We, it's we what expect we do. It. It's so what we do. We expect greatness and we perform. Exactly. So. Other teams, Savannah Bananas. We're waiting. Those guys are pretty cool. We want. We, hear me out. We want two years, twenty three point eight million. Exactly. <laughs> and, and Not even playing. Like just like we, we'll clean. We'll we'll be like one of the the field managers. But we but we want that contract. All right. We want we want mm. light. We want put us in the booth. Yeah. Put us in the booth. So the fans want We'll be entertaining. Yeah. We, we want all expenses paid. Like, Private just, jet. Just, just throw us in a Holiday Inn. We don't care. Just just mm-hmm. throw us in there. We'll we'll make it work. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, that. I like that. But all of our, like, DoorDash, Uber Eats, any of that, all paid by you. Sorry. They're, I, I don't, part I don't, of the I don't deal. see any ovens in a Holiday Inn unless, <laughs> unless they're luxurious, unless they made upgrades. Has there been a first-class Holiday Inn? I don't think I've ever been in one. I, I feel like that's got to be some sort of a contradiction right there. First-class Holiday Inn? No. It's just holiday inn. <laughs> it's holiday, holiday inn. If it's got in in it, don't expect greatness. to yeah. holiday inn. Uh, cheers to holiday inn. We'll holiday take a contract in. too. Holiday inn. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take sponsorship for holiday inn. <sighs> you know what? We'll take sponsorship by Madden. Man- Send us a copy oh, because of Manscape. Manscape. That's next. That's next. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that was the original joke. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to <laughs> season one, like episode five. Yeah, for like the first like ten episodes. We just kept talking we about Manscape for some reason. Yeah, we just loved Manscape, and they're ball-trimming room things. Yeah. I mean, you know what, Evan? Somehow we made it 14 minutes and 15 seconds into this episode. Really? And we have not talked about Juan Soto in, like, all seriousness. Yet. We, we talked about it, and then we went in a completely different direction. I said bookmark this. Bookmark it. Yes, Juan Soto. I mean, what's that outfield like right now? That's the best outfield in the league. I, even coming from a Yankee fan when we got Benintendi, Stanton kind of because he goes to DH and judge. I mean, they got Tatis, Soto, and who am I missing as three? There's Cronenworth that they have. They just – Josh Bell, Bell du- obviously. Jo- just as duos if you're looking at Tatis and Soto. That's Machado. Machado's playing third. Well, but – Oh, so- no. I'm. I, that's all day. I'm, I messed that up. Yeah. Proceed. Say what you had to say. No. I feel – That's enough. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, huh, he's not on the Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> No one's on the Orioles anymore. Hey, they're still doing better than the Mets. Clearly they're not because they – Speaking of the Orioles, let's sidetrack again from the, the Padres. They are a game or two above five hundred and they're right out of a wild card spot. You know what we do? Let's sell. That's how bad teams stay bad. Screw no, you, Baltimore. I actually Screw completely you, disagree. Oakland. I completely disagree with your disagreement. This is going to be a good talking point because I think the opposite – I think bad teams stay bad if they don't trade Trey Mancini, right? Because think about it like this. This is what I like to call the Minnesota Vikings effect. All Instead right. of selling out, getting rid, and building, you know, a younger core and, the, you know, keeping on holding on to some, you know, get, gaining some more prospects, gaining some value from a guy that probably won't even stay with you, right? You struggle your way to a second wild card spot and get and lose. Okay. Okay, right. where on the other hand, like I said, you can get some value for a guy that won't, probably won't stay with you and build up where we can see that, you know, more, more times than not, a bunch of teams will be good from having an all-around good team than, like, one stud, a bunch of shit guys. You need to trade out uh, if you're not a top team. This is what I see. Once again, do you want the the boat? Or the mystery box that could be a boat. You know what we haven't trained Mancini, and he's not gonna resign. Okay, so why also did you trade Jorge Lopez, like one of your best bullpen arms that you had control over? Mm. That one, whatever. Train Mancini. I, I. I it, like that, right? if, if you're Cedric Mullins, I'm like, okay, what, what am I doing here? I'm not even that high on Train Mancini to be, to be brutally honest. I wish he was a that. <laughs> ah. I mean, you guys need a lot. We got Darren Ruff. Focus on the catcher. Convince Buster Posey to come out of retirement, then we'll talk. I'll take half of Buster Posey. I'll I'll take Buster Posey now after missing Bro retired batting 320. He was like fine wine. He's a Justin Verlander of catcher. Justin Verlander. I'll say this 80 times over. I'm not afraid of any man or any team, but I am horrified of the Astros. I'll admit it. As a Yankee fan, no team has our number. Like, those Astros. I hate it. No Yankee can will admit it. They'll be like, oh, those cheaters. First of all, they are cheaters. But still, Mm -hmm. oh, screw them. We're not afraid of them. I'm horrified of them. Mm -hmm. I'm not even afraid of the Dodgers in a seven-game series. Yeah, honest. Yeah, no. I'm afraid Uh, of the Astros. The Astros, yeah. Forget the Red Sox. Forget the Dodgers. Forget the Padres. I think we could take all of them. I am horrified of the Astros because for some reason... They have our number. That's just how it is. It's Definitely like good. it's like Patriots Ravens in the first round of the playoffs. Like it's just for some reason they got us. And they added. They got Trey Mancini. They hey. didn't they get Josh Hader too? Yeah, they added Christian Vasquez as well. Ver, who's? It? I mean, Verlander is better than Cold. He's beating us out in game one. Mm-hmm. And then now you're facing behind. And then, and then, oh, I hate playing in Houston. Who wants to play in Houston? No one. I hate them. I don't like them too. But they I I I don't like them even more because they couldn't beat the Nationals. They beat the Dodgers, but they couldn't beat the Nationals and the Braves. You know who they are, Evan? Word. They're the 49ers of baseball because no matter how they do in the regular season, because they might they have their moments. They didn't start off the hottest, but still no matter how they're doing at any point of the season, you don't want to see them in the playoffs. The 49ers Is that a good comparison? I don't know. That's my comparison. No matter how they are doing, you do not want to see the 49ers in the playoffs. No matter how the Astros are doing, I don't want to see them in the postseason. I don't care if they were a 45-win team right now. Okay. And they they didn't make any of those trades. I don't want to see them. Oh, yeah. Because they have good management. Mm -hmm. They got good veteran players and good leadership. That wins in postseasons. They lost George Springer last year, and they're like, all right, we'll make the World Series again. Like, who had the 49ers going far? But you know what? They're well coached, have a good scheme, and got good veterans. Hey, They're going to win all games. Right. All right. You you're able to pull it back with the 49ers analogy. I really appreciate it. But the Dolphins took. If you want to talk about the Dolphins level, oh my but, God. But, but we, first, of all, we haven't talked about Take Juan Soto. Take another two ones. Well, we, we, have, we haven't talked about Juan Soto still. We, we just, we just, There's nothing more to say other than right. the fact. They that. won the trade. That was an amazing trade. You got Juan Soto, but like why do they keep panning to his face in the Nationals game? Like I got it after the first six times. No, I we just want to let you but know. But after every pitch, they like zoomed in on it. Like, there he is. He's that, not That's why when when four got traded, here's sad boy that cried. Like <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Look at look at this. He didn't even get traded. Idiot boy. <laughs> Hello, idiot boy. <laughs> why are you crying? Why are you crying? Oh, uh, he didn't even get traded. Although that trade would have been a disaster if that went through, because Wilman Flores is such a baller, he's quite good. He's a good Was player. Still in San Fran? He's still in San Fran. That I honestly I'm shout out to San Fran fans. Cause you guys are screwed forever. You guys are never making the playoffs again. Yeah, they only had like one. G- yeah, <laughs> like, like obviously I I think we all knew they were going to match. No, but I, they're in the do- with the Dodgers and the Padres now. Yeah, with guys that are they're but, they won't win the division at least for the next decade? yet. Yeah. I I obviously we. We didn't. We did. They weren't gonna match the scene that they had last year. There was no way. There was no way. But I didn't. I don't think anyone thought they were gonna be below five hundred I be out of the wild card and be sellers. All they didn't really sell a whole lot. It's just. It's just tough because not only do you have to like hope for a second wild card spot because you have the two best teams in the NL and you're in your division, but now you also have to face the two best team, two best teams in the NL. Multiple series of the year. Yes. So now you're obviously losing more games so you have to face them so often. And if you pull it together just enough, you get the second wild card slot. Congrats. Exactly. Probably what it feels like to be a Mets fan when you guys raise up that wild card banner every so often. I still feel good. It's been six years since that. <laughs> I need. I need still a nice... Every time we go to City Field, and it's a... like 2016 wild card Like, ha ha ha. I need a nice banner. But didn't you guys lose in the wild card in 2016? Yep. My bad. When's the last time you guys won a wild card game? Well. You guys made the wild card still. I'm saying that When the last time you won the wild card game? Won the wild card. I think that was our first wild card appearance. Wait, cause Ever? When did... Cause you... No, because when did they? They won the division Cause no, cause, 2015. Because th- they introduced the wild card like, oh, like mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that might be their first wild cause, card. Yeah, because 06, they made it outright. Yeah. And obviously, 07 and then they through were 14 ho- didn't make it. Then they were horrendous then, for a decade. Then, 15, they won the division, they <laughs> it to a World Series. And then, 16, they made the wild card. And, 17 through now, there's here like we two are. types of teams the teams that never made the wild card because they were so good they kept winning the division. Yeah. And that's the Mets, who were so horrendous they never even sniffed the wild card. <laughs> that's That wild card game still m- pisses me off. Because Mad Bum is that guy in the playoffs. And then, Jerry's familiar, who just got DFA'd, by the way, blew another series. He sucked. Most inconsistent reliever of all time. Oh, my God. Put him like right up the there. Meds, that's what the Mets do. Like they have these relievers that are, that are lethal in the regular season. And once the once October, November rolls around, all right, time to shit the bed. Like, Hall of Inconsistent. Jairus Familia is definitely up there. You know who I put from the Yankees? Oh. Yankees Michael Pineda. Oh, my. I, he th- th- either had the filthiest junk I've ever seen or couldn't throw a strike to save his life. There's a legendary... Article written by Andy Martino, who who's uh, who works at SNY. He wrote back in 2014, "The Grams great, but Pineda is better." I and mean, at that time, that wasn't a bad take. It wasn't a bad take. But, obviously, it's fun to be like, ha-ha, Because, moron. Like, DeGrom at that time didn't, like, fully develop into yeah, He was still kind of, like, the light, skinny guy that was still figuring it out. He won the rookie of the year 2014, but he was still, like, compared to Matt Harvey, Zach Wheeler, Steven Mads. He was Mets, the younger Noah brother. And even, like, Bartolo, he was the other guy in that rotation. He was the bottom. Yeah. And, turns, and lo and behold, he's, he's the, like best the, one one the best one of all of them. Not even best out of them. He might be the best ever. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Crazy, huh? Short catcher and short, uh, a shortstop in college, best pitcher in baseball. Who would have thought? And oh, and, it, you, and you can hit the ball a little bit. This I is it. where I start into my hot takes. All right. This is how I always get into these debates. I get into it at work. I get it, to it with any old head. Yeah. You know. Um, proceed. Please proceed. I was about to say Sonny Gray for some reason. I do not want to get into him. Ew. Oh, honestly. I'm going to sidetrack my statement real quick. Sonny Gray <laughs> is the reason why I'm scared still for the Yankees trade because sometimes those guys from smaller market teams just, like, crumble when they come to the Yankees. Like, that's why I'm now going to call it. I'm going to name it the Sonny Gray effect because he was a stud for Oakland and then was like, what if I was just, like, hot, not flaming good. garbage? Yeah. And then he became half decent when he went to Cincinnati. You could also rename it the Joey Gallo effect. Well okay, Joey Gallo was bad. Like he was practically useless. That but, was But like, yeah, he smashed Homer's and somehow won a gold glove, but like I don't know. Like I But off gosh. that point of why I said Sunny Grey, yeah. is what I was about to say. Mr. Koufax. You know, when people always like to say he's the best pitcher of all time. Mm. And this is... I I get it. He's the most decorated pitcher of all time. But he threw, like, 90 at best. Okay, and? He was a very decorated... But I'm saying, though, if I had to take one... This is where it gets difficult because, like, how much do you weigh accomplishments? and then how I much... would take Iguodala. That, <laughs> no, no, This is your take right no, no. now. <laughs> <This is laughs> it kind of is. is it it's is. literally but your take. How much do you weigh accomplishments and then how much do we sit and look at, like, okay, this guy was actually the best. Okay, so you're, are you, like, mad dog rooster? It's like, I'll take Balcusi over Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, is Pedro like, not better than Sandy Koufax? Well, you also got to look at... The Roger Jero. Clemens? Fuck Roger Clemens. That dude sucks. Greg Maddox? Anyone who pitched for the Braves in the mid-90s? I mean, I'll take a... C.C. Sabathia. I'll field an, argu- an argument for Randy Johnson any day of the week. Well, the, uh, if it was with baseball... There's a a lot of arguments of who's the greatest. Because, like, with old heads in basketball, it's like, oh, you're comparing from the 60s, and it's kind of like that was such a long time ago. Those guys faced plumbers. But, like, we're talking baseball. We could talk about the 19th. Bill Russell. Yes. Rest in peace, Bill Russell. So people be like, oh, Bill Russell played it. You know, he was 7 foot tall and played against accountants. But, like, that was in the 60s. We're talking about guys that played in, like, the 1915s and 20s. Yes. Honus Wagner. Ty Cobb. Young. Like, Babe Ruth, uh, he is probably the best, like, not I'm not going to say he's the best baseball player of all time, but I more put it in the sense, like, the most recognized ball player of all time. He was, like, so far ahead of his time back then. But, like, if Babe Ruth faced not even Jacob DeGrom, but, like, Aroldis Chapman, he would, like, disintegrate and be like, what is he- – Well, yeah, Obviously. But like, that's what I'm saying. What is, this, what is this pitch called? A splitter. That's what I'm saying. Like, But also, they did play with dead balls and he was hitting the ball 460. Well, yeah. Like Ted Williams. He might hit was, the ball 420 nowadays. Yeah, like Ted Williams. 520, I meant my bad. Yeah, like Ted Williams hit like 600. Like, So it's like baseball is, I think, the most difficult to compare... Yes. From, like, you know, the beginning to now because pitching has gotten so good that batters literally can't keep up. Yes. Yeah, it's the only sport where offense has gotten worse. Yeah. Every other yeah. sport, players have gotten so skilled that offense is outpacing defense significantly. Literally every other major sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in baseball, pitching has gotten so unreal and humans are literally reaching their physical potential. The guys cannot hit the baseball. Yeah. I was watching the guy on Barstool talk about facing DeGrom. Grom. He said when it leaves his hand, he doesn't even see the ball. It just the catcher's holding. Him. He's like, oh, he threw it. Yeah. Like you have to guess where the ball's gonna be. Like, hopefully he throws a fastball high right here. Yeah. It's like what what do you even do? That's why they're kind of juicing the ball. So like when there's like four hits a game, maybe one's well, well, a what home they, run. Well, do we do for the national, like national t- nationally televised games. That that's what the mess were claiming. Well, like, how do you solve it? Do you move the mound back? It puts, it's going to hurt more arms because it's weird. I just, I just think you just make a normal baseball. And just, all right, let's see. It, it's just so difficult because I'm thinking more from the MLB as a business standpoint. Well, yeah. You obviously want, like, NBA is having a good problem. Their offense is so spectacular and people are attracted to it. A lot of people are scoring and making threes. As much as you might not like people like, oh, defense is dying. It's exciting. Well, yeah. Well, so that's the thing. So, the NBA and the NFL – it's a good problem. Well, yeah. Well, are they what is? Are they playing with a football, uh, a, a pigskin, or Are they playing with like a Nerf ball? No, they're playing with the regular football. Yes, it's just that the game's improving, and of course the MLB is like, oh, we gotta we gotta juice the balls, and then one year later, oh, we gotta tr- turn back. I was like, who cares about the ball? Just leave the ball, and and the players will figure it I out. I think getting rid of the shift is a good move, honestly. That's my controversial I used to, take. I used to not like it. I I definitely come on this podcast and say I disagreed with the I idea, too. but now I'm like, you know what? I saw I, offense I, needs I, some help. I, I saw them shifting in the All Star game, and I was like, "Are we really doing this in the All Star?" game? It's like because people think of like the normal shift for like the second baseman or the shortstop might go stand a little bit to the yeah. right or left, but like then you see a shift where like the entire infield's between in first the and outfield. second. It's just during the outfield. And I was like, "Okay, when does it get to the point where this is just ridiculous?" Yes. Like, and it's a uh, generation now where offense needs help. Yes, is a couple more hits going to kill us? No. But, I, look, I, I think the shift is actually a good start. I used to not like it, but I think it's a good start. It is a good start, right? Yeah, but, let hey, let's see how it goes. Let's see how it works. And then we'll go get from there. Get rid of that guy off second so base in inning extras, though. Oh, think. Oh, yeah, 100%. They scratched, though. It's just got to finish out this year, I think. I don't know, because I, I saw that they were going to get rid of it, and then they weren't going to get rid I have no clue. But it's the worst rule, and just as bad as the seven innings. As del- long as they don't bring ties into this game. Oh my God! If they ever did that, I don't know what would like, be the most like infuriating thing than going to a ballpark for two and a half hours and it ends in a tie. That would be frustrating. I would stop going to baseball <laughs> I, 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 honestly, swear to God. I honestly, would hate like people do like oh we you know like in the uh, you know the NHL they do like a shootout like oh, let's do a home run derby. I would literally go on the top of City Field and then just jump. Yankees would be undefeated. I would, I would. would win every single. I one. would go to the top of city Field and I would just jump and see. All right, this unless Alonso won every time. You guys unless Alonso like, won every, every time, yeah. Then, I, and then, and then I would be like, bring Stop. it to the postseason, <laughs> bring it to the postseason. <laughs> and, and then, I, and then once I'm falling, I'd be like, wait a minute, I got superpowers. I go back up. I like, go mess. We're gonna win the World <laughs> Series with, with the uh, home run derby extra. Let's just World. make every game a home run derby. That would be terrible. That would be terrible. It? It's like the the big three uh, league in basketball. That league that apparently is dying, actually. That's, yeah. that's no money. I mean, three and three basketball can only go so far. Yeah. I'm surprised they, they went as far. Because it was cool at first. It was cool. It was like, Oh, cool. It's so and cool. Then, Joe Johnson is giving like, regular yeah. men buckets. Yeah, exactly. It's and, like, hey, Joe from you know he's, sanitation he's, yeah. is getting he, murked by Joe old, Johnson. He works at an attorney officer. <laughs> And then you see, like... He's got his GED. Abdul something Raouf. He's, like, um, annihilating, like, re- like regular men just crossing and shattering their ankles. And it's like, who are you? Why aren't you in the <laughs> league? It's like, I never got my opportunity. I blew my leg in the, in high school. I'm like, all right, here you go. Hey, nothing's better than Jimmer Fredette and the Shanghai Sharks. Mm. Tell me about it. <sighs> this is a good one, Evan. This is a good episode right here. Exactly. What What time is it? This is getting just about time for us to wrap it up. We hit right around the mark we wanted. Yeah. Evan, I wish you well in Greece. We'll Thank see you, you when you get back. You'll be uh, gone for, what, a couple weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Exciting. Yes. You'll come back nice and dark, nice and refreshed. Exactly. And, you know, you you'll be ready. I love how we're like, we take three months off, and then we're like, we're back. And then two weeks later, we're not back. <laughs> And then we're gonna be back. Then we we should go solo episode. (laughs) I was like, "Well, if you want to, go ahead. I ain't stopping you." But uh, and then once we get back, preseason well preseason starting tomorrow. Hall of Fame games tomorrow. You know we're gonna get. I'm gonna come back as we like mid late August, and then football season's right around the corner, and that's gonna be a lot of fun. (laughs) Rest in peace, Vin Scully. All right. Well, as I like to always piss it finish it off. (laughs) Um, happy Yeezy Day as of yesterday. We're recording this on the 3rd. Happy Easy yeah. Day. Yeah. Um, but thank you to everybody that's tuned in. We love you all. Thank you for tuning in. Please, you know, shout us out. Look at our socials. We love to see the interaction. We love responding to the comments that we saw on our TikTok. We respond to basically everybody unless you have something brutal to say about the Mets. And then Evan won't respond. Exactly. Or the Dolphins. You didn't talk about the Dolphins thing, but the Dolphins suck. You should kick them out of the league. Okay? Is that uh, good enough? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Someone's mad. Someone's mad you didn't get your uh, free Man 23 you copy from tampered. the You literally tampered. You literally tampered. Hey, you, if you're not cheating, I'm you so, ain't winning. That was honestly you, If lenient, you ain't cheating, you ain't winning. You tried to tamper with two all-time greats. You ain't cheating, you ain't winning. You ain't trying. You ain't trying. You tried. Anyways. Thank you for tuning in. Here's the NFL Wheel of Discipline. (laughs) And on that note, Deshaun Watson for Prison 2022. Thanks.